CHP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode. What the hell? Let's start early. Welcome to the Worst Golf Podcast. Everybody wants to be the best. We strive to be the worst. When a bad take is necessary, we'll be here to share it with you. I'm your host, JB, and returning from the dead is Morgan. From the dead, I'm back. Uh, she'll keep me, she's going to spend most of her time off camera, but she's going to keep me in line with all the buttons in front of her. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to YouTube, like the video, and when it's over, leave us a comment on what you think is the worst segment we have. And we're going to have a lot of them today, aren't we? Uh, yeah. Um, I know that there's a bunch of people in here who are waiting to find out who the captain of the granddaddy 2023 is. And that person is coming later in the show. Um, for those that don't know what the granddaddy is, it's an event we do with Callaway Golf at the end of the year. It happens in December, and it is the greatest amateur golf event ever created. And I'm not saying that as hyperbole. I'm saying it because it's fact. And the people, based on the chat I'm seeing that were in it last year, are excited about it. Now, for those that missed the show last week when <laughs> I got a little ranty, wouldn't you say? A little bit, yes. Um we explained how this worked. We didn't choose. You guys chose who to nominate. Every single person that was nominated was put into a poll. Then you guys voted. You saw the, the survey came in your email box. And uh, those that came through. And we closed that up on, what was it, Friday, Morgan? Yes, Friday. Um, and you can see I have a nice little pie chart here showing who the, winners is, who the winner is. And we'll get to that. That didn't have any names on it, so you don't have to go back and freeze frame it and see where somebody was or anything like that, because yeah. we know they would do that. Um, first off, glad to have you back. Thank you. Uh, you keep me a little bit in line. and uh, I tried via the chat to do that. I don't think I was very successful, though. No, it was more of an update of how delayed you were each time. Oh, yeah. But that, that was didn't a day. go so well. That was a day. Um, we, why don't we just jump right into that? Let's do get off my lawn right now. Okay. Am you, I going or are yeah, you going? you're going, but we're going to have a bonus get off my lawn for me. Okay. First, let me just state for the record right now. I'm exhausted. So I'm going to do my best I to get through this, but I'm not going to lie. I literally was resting my head like this on top of my mic before the show and dozed off for a second. Um, I figure why not do a get off my lawn for travel? And I almost feel bad venting about this now, given what happened yesterday. With yeah. all the fights that were completely grounded. Although I know people who actually got out and they were only delayed like an hour and a half. So it didn't work out. It wasn't that bad for them. Um, but yes, I'm going to vent about air travel because it's terrible. And Josh was constantly complaining about it. And I was like, oh, whatever. Quit complaining. You're just being. That a does sound like you. Yeah. And I was like, stop being a drama queen. Rub some dirt on it. You're fine. And then I had to just disaster of an experience with travel so my first one real quick basically i sat on a plane for an hour missed my connector because we never left the actual gate had to get off the plane try to get a different connector got on that flight barely made it to my connecting flight finally made it to california then coming home i got on my first flight no problem sat at the austin airport watched him rant they start to board us and then they say hold up we have a mechanical problem it's going to be about an hour delay which turned into an eight hour delay. And I basically just set up shop at the Austin airport for eight hours before I finally got home a little after midnight. 
And I'm not going to lie, I truly almost fell asleep driving home behind the wheel. It was it was terrible. So yikes. My get um, off the lawn is basically FU Airlines. Get your you know what together. I think Marjorie in the chat asked if that's a Puma sweatshirt because it matches your cup. Did you know that? Um, oh, no. It is a Puma sweatshirt. And no, I did not. But it does, doesn't it? Yeah. That's, cool. I do like that. You, you said that really kind of creepy. Creepy? Why? Yeah, it was just creepy. Okay. Um, you said tired. And it brought me up this story uh, that's both funny and horrifying. Okay. About going to the doctor. Oh. You're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> um, I, I had a doctor's appointment last week. And because those that follow on the forum and our website know I don't <laughs> sleep all that well. Bougie. I love it. <laughs> um, so I made a doctor's appointment through Morgan's request and went and spoke to a doctor. I think he was a doctor. Let, let's Let's rephrase that. You did not make an appointment. You okay. said over and over again, I need to go to a doctor. And I said, okay, go to a doctor. And after months of him saying that, I made his appointment for yeah, him. I don't know how to do that stuff. Um, Pick up a telephone? Yeah. I don't. What's that? Is that this thing? I thought this thing was just to watch videos oh, my of dogs playing. Um, so I went to a doctor and uh, talked to him about it. And But before I got in to see the doctor, the lady said, do you take any prescription drugs? And I said, no, because I don't. And do you take any drugs? No. Well, first, before I even got there, I got to back up. You get the questionnaire, you know, and now it's done on an iPad and you have to, you know, do you have any heart problems, blah, blah, blah. No, to all the questions. And then one of the questions I took a picture of and sent to Morgan <laughs> and it said, have you been emotionally uh, beaten by your spouse or partner? Yeah, like, do you feel safe? <laughs> yeah, and I, I wrote, how do you want me to check this one off? <laughs> but, that was good. I appreciated that. So I go into the little room, and she says, do you, do you take any prescription drugs? No. Do you take any drugs? No. And then she said, well, I'm showing here that you're a Valium user. And I said, what? <laughs> I, I, what, are you, what are you talking about? And she said, yeah, it says you're a Valium user. And it turns out when I didn't even know that was the drug I took, but when I had to go to the dentist that we've gone through on this show before for those that don't know i right. hate the dentist with a passion not dentists but the going to the dentist they gave me one ahead of time and then i go to a knockout dentist and i don't even know what happened so they thought i was a volume user turns out i'm not no um and all was good but that was kind of a, a weird story that you don't expect to have at a doctor's office with no. doctor you know i haven't been to the doctor in 20 years like i've been but not for like to have actual... a regular doctor and it's not the same. I don't like it. I'm not going back. <laughs> um, somebody asked. Yes, the Austin airport actually is really nice. So at least it was not like I was stuck in. You know what? I'm not going to say any bad airports. I'm going to keep it to myself. But it was if there <laughs> if I was going to be stuck in an airport, it wasn't a terrible one to be stuck in. The only problem is that it's a smaller one. So there's not a ton of flights out. So it's not like I had an option if, if I was in like a major one like a Dallas or an Atlanta where I could pick up a different flight later. They just didn't offer it. It's so funny in the chat. Somebody says he hates Marmill. And then two posts later, it says, don't worry. He still likes Marmill. I do like Marmill. He's one of our viewers, listeners, uh, forum members, who's also happens to be a dentist. Yes. I am an anti-dentite, though, uh, for those looking and responding in there. You just don't like the experience. No, it's awful. Why, why would anybody like that? It's horrible. It's all a con. Oh, my God. Big dentistry, just like big condiment and all the others. It's all oh marketing. <laughs> um. I'm going to get to a get off my lawn segment in a second, but can you go ahead and do your recipe of the week? 
Wow, we're getting to this early. Okay. Yeah, we want to get through the food because it's delicious and I can't have any of it right now. I could probably have this. Well, but... you wouldn't eat this anyway. Yeah, it sounds horrible. Okay, usually I try to do like a JB approved recipe. He's not going to eat this one, but I do think there's a lot of people on here who will. Um, I thought I'd do another breakfast one because I asked you guys and you said you liked it. So this one is a protein oatmeal bake. What I really, really like about this is it's a massive portion and you get super full from it and it has like really good staying power. It's also really easy to make. And like all my other recipes, you can totally make it however you want. But basically, you're just going to do oats, whatever kind of berries or apple or whatever. doesn't matter. Whatever fruit you have, a protein powder and then um, some chia seeds. I have some... No, I'm looking at something. Oh, Somebody yeah. asked about the putter cover. Oh, so. he keeps turning around yeah, like, what's going on? Like he has like, a your job. or something. Come on, do your job. Um, anyway, I'm going to post the entire recipe on uh, the forum and I'll post my notes in there too about all the different options and ways that you can change it. But it's a good, hearty, high protein, well macro balanced breakfast. And like I said, it's got a lot of staying power because it fills you up and you like it for me, like I'm a portion person and I like that it's it's a big portion because it makes me feel like I'm eating more. Somebody asked about the putter covers. Yeah, it's beer and pizza or uh, beer and pizza here. Is this one beer? Yeah, the beer and pizza. And <laughs> then we have the bacon one. Um, back in the day, long before putter covers were a really big trend. Yeah, we did a food series. Um, I can't reach that one right back there. But right where my finger is, that one's actually a sushi cover. Long before the putter companies had sushi covers. We just thought it was fun and we did it for the audience. Um, there's a lot of great Seinfeld jokes in the chat, by the way, you know, Tim Watley for dentists and things like oh, that. Oh yeah. Cause of the whole anti-dentite thing. Yeah. There was that, that was an episode where Seinfeld thought he converted to Judaism for the jokes. Oh yeah. Um, there's, there's so many good Seinfeld things, but we won't go there. <laughs> so my get off my lawn segment is a little different than most. Um, every year around this time, new releases come out. Mm-hmm. Now, every year in every industry, new releases come out. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're buying a car, you always say, like, do I buy this one or do I wait till the next one's right. coming out? The new iPhone always pre pretty much know the timing of that. Yep, new computers. computers. <sighs> you go to any grocery store and guess what? New and improved everywhere. True. Why is golf equipment everybody so fucking angry? Okay. So angry. One and done. One and done. You're not the boss of me. Oh, I am. Um, so angry. Really like, why not. do you hate new equipment? Nobody's forced to buy it, first of all. Like, just get over that whole aspect of, oh, I, I feel like it comes down to FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out, mm -hmm. that somebody doesn't want somebody else to have something nice. So, therefore, it's always, well, you're just trying to buy a game. Nope. Fuck you. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, my God. I'm going to walk off the set. <laughs> um, that's nonsense. People like golf equipment. I love golf equipment. Mm -hmm. And I like it sometimes as much as playing. It's fun. It's new. It's shiny. It's okay to enjoy that. Stop with the you're a lesser person if you buy it nonsense. Oh, you caught yourself there. I like that. Yeah. I went to Costco today uh -huh. to meet my father for lunch. I know that sounds really weird. He happened to be there for something else. Dollar fifty hot And dog. he loves his $1.50 hot dog. He He's does. in his 80s, so... And I walked down this little section to look at a protein drink that uh, Morgan likes. And lo and behold, there's a new flavor. Yes. Oh, my God. I should I should be on Twitter or the Internet screaming that how dare they put a new goddamn flip a new flavor out <laughs> because it's ju you're just trying to buy whatever. 
you don't need the new flavor. The old flavor is just fine. You're not getting any performance. I saw a video, a YouTube video where somebody said the chocolate is the same as the chocolate peanut butter. Therefore, there's no difference. F you. That's ridiculous. Okay. New equipment comes out because it's being worked on. Now, I want to rewind for a second. When a company decides to put out a product, they have to judge inventory of said product, right? Yes, they do. They're forecasting. In fact, somebody in this chat does that exact thing for one of the OEMs. They're forecasting what to purchase. Now, when that product is getting close to the end of, we'll call it its life cycle, but close to selling out, close to not having any in there, any available or anything else, should they remake it? Or should, apparently Matt wants everybody to know what he does for a living. Or should they go back and bring something else that they've been working on already that's improved in some capacity to the market? What What are they supposed to do? Um, I wasn't listening. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was reading the... the... Oh, my God. <laughs> I was reading... No, enough of you. Okay. <laughs> so, just leave the set. I don't um, think I can get out of here. I've never understood this argument that how dare a company, A, want to stay in business, but B, work on something to make it better. If you don't like it, don't buy it. But why the criticism for somebody who is? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll I never understand that. Oh, it's all the same. It's not. No, it's not. But why does that, why should that matter to you? Is um, what I'm asking. You. Okay. So my theory behind all of this is that they're hung like a thimble? No. I think that's what it is. No. I think it's just that people really like to complain. Yeah, I they do that. I truly think that if there's nothing positive going on in your life or there's no reason for you to share something positive, people, it's just human nature for whatever reason to just complain. People freaking love it. They just love to complain and bitch and it's try like to... the guy last week who yeah, went misery loves company. That's what it is. Well, there you that go. goes that takes me to another thing, but I'm not heading down that oh, rant. Oh geez. Um but it it goes back to the thing last night. Somebody or last week, somebody going ape shit over the fact that the same old people were up for the granddaddy captain shit without even realizing that the forum's the one who chose them. Fuck you. I already said that. Uh, um, killing me. Yeah. No, I'm not the eggplant thing that's gone too. I hate that thing too. Um, big rant industry is booming. Neil is right in the comments <laughs> saying that he is dead right. But no, I'm so sick and tired of every new product release. Somebody <laughs> coming in, same as the other. Why are you wasting your money? You're just trying to buy a game. You know what? Who cares? I'm more interested in the fact that somebody's interested in playing enjoying the game, enjoying the equipment however they want to. Right. If you want to go play Dynapower from the 70s, you know, with your leather bag, go out there and do it, and you can point fist to the sky and say, mm -hmm. back in my day, this round cost 35 cents. That shit's terrible. Let people enjoy the game however they want. I agree. It, there's no reason, like, it's the idea, nobody gets mad that new cars come out every year. Nobody. Mm, so, I mean, people, listen. My theory is people find a reason to get mad at everything for whatever reason. And I bet you car enthusiasts do get mad. I bet you if you were more in. in but it's been the same way since the beginning of time. Yeah. And people have always sucked. No offense. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. Um. So every time and now what's going to happen is every time that new thread pops up, it's the same as the last or as soon as we post this long 
tech-filled preview of something and the first post is immediately some video saying it's exactly the same, fuck that guy on YouTube oh too. I don't care. Those people are, are just so bad for golfers in every way whatsoever. Those people. Um, so I'm going to jump into some, some THP or questions to get back off the rant. Is that better? Yes. Are okay. we allowed to start drinking on the set? Because you don't drink. I don't, but I, I wish you need, would. I need to start. You probably should. Yeah. Um, somebody asked about retail stores not honoring embargo dates. Speaking of new releases. That's uh, infuriating. It, it is infuriating. Infuriating. Um, no, they're it's a, a new trend recently and no they're not and then they apologize profusely and then the same shit happens every year do they even apologize yeah they do right. i've actually been there when one of them has um this year golf galaxy ran with everything hours early every single time and what that does they think they're scooping everybody so the people who they send that email out to or the people go to the site and they immediately pre-order what they're really doing is they're sending people to search for stuff for the information on the product to places like us and other websites. And then that person can't find it. Mm -hmm. So what do they do? They find information about spy picks and things like that. And previews from when it hit the tour and the conforming list that aren't accurate depictions of the product. It's bad across the board and they need to start honoring it. And everybody constantly makes excuses about, why it doesn't happen. Oh, the websites need updating at a certain time. That's all nonsense. Yeah, I would agree. I, I just need to step in real quick because I realize I'm reading the comments and I'm seeing it say GG's absolute trash. GG's. And then I realized they were not talking about me. They're talking about oh, Golf well, Galaxy. Maybe they're maybe they are. You well, tried, I mean, you tried you to stop my rant. I'm just saying. <sighs> True. You might be. David Hibbler you... says still need the C word. And uh, you've been known to throw that one out of time. Oh, or two. I love that word, but I know it's inappropriate. Apparently. Yeah. Nah, it's no more inappropriate than anything uh, I've thrown out today already. <laughs> um, jumping to the next THP or question. They asked about the category of products that we get excited about. Mm-hmm. You know, equipment, golf balls, lasers, things like that. Um, all of it. You know, I, I, I told a story once before that. I've been doing this for 15 years now. And every time a package comes, I still get excited. Mm-hmm. You do. Um, I may not get to it right away. Like I used to, uh, even though bear style of how I open boxes is something <sighs> she likes to, to tease me about. Um, but no, I'd say the right now, the category that excites me the most, this is so weird is bags. I don't think that's weird. I think it's because I go to so many events and I go to so many golf courses and visit all these places and I'll see somebody with beautiful irons, beautiful driver, like the whole bag, they're they're perfectly put up and they have some direct to consumer garbage bag like, that looks like it came out of a dumpster like three some, years ago. Yeah, like a ratty bag from like 1992. Yeah, just every three years, jump in a new golf bag. Mm-hmm. They, they, they talk about like how long does a wedge last things like that just put aside a couple of dollars two bucks each month that probably won't do it but (laughs) you know ten dollars each month yeah buy yourself a really nice bag every three years you'll be so happy you did some of the new stuff that's coming out that uh it should be hitting in the next few weeks uh from a couple of different companies you're gonna want to see that stuff and while you'll look at it and be like oh i like the colors and i think a lot of people buy bags that way we've done this conversation before right. there's some real innovation taking place here with both weight with wear things like that so golf bags right now and i'm going to add in the luggage thing we mm-hmm. talked about soul guard yep before 
Um, and I'm going to jump right into the next question. Somebody asked, what's my favorite piece of gear? And by gear, they meant luggage. I'm going to interrupt really Go quick. Somebody, I think it was Marmel asked if I um, curse in public. And I do. Not a lot. More than I do. No, what? In public? No. Yes. No. I drop the S word a lot. That that comes out of my mouth a lot. Un- not unintentionally. It just does. But that's about it. I don't really use any other words very often. But that one, I do. Um, But my favorite piece of gear, meaning luggage, it's it's not even close. It's the ultimate garment bag from Stitch. Um, I probably use that more than any other bag in our lives during the course of a year. So for those that don't know it, it's a bag that you can fold completely flat. You can actually put three or four shirts in hangers in the back, zip that part up. It's like they were never there. But it's they, amazing. They don't wrinkle. And then you stuff the whole thing full of everything you'd need. It is, it's not the cheapest bag because it's, it's a little pricey, but it is worth its weight in gold. But it's a multi-purpose bag. That's yeah. why. And the only thing that would make that better is if it had wheels. I'd love to see them make a wheeled version, but I know it would take up a lot of space. Well, and I feel like it's too small where you would never, because then you'd have to put like a. Like, yeah, you need a little <laughs> handle. Thank you. I want I want to like just. This is so tired. I'm like, what, what do you call this thing? I don't know. And right. It would have to shrink down a little bit. I think I, it works as a carry on. I've used it as a carry on, but it is by far the the best piece of gear that I've come up with. Um, somebody asked for an update on my golf game. There isn't one from the last time or when I was on off course. Right. I have a lesson coming up. I'm going to update all you guys. For those following the forum, no, I'm doing what I've said for years people should never do, which is kind of get lessons without practice time mm-hmm. and learn on the fly. So I'm doing that. Um, and it's going to kick off uh, the last week of February. So I'll, I'll have updates for anybody who could possibly care for that. Um, we talked a couple, a few weeks ago about Coral Safe. Yes. Which is our new sponsor of the show, new partner of the show. Um, I'm big into the skincare after my friend lost a piece of his face and somebody, uh, Todd on our forum just posted a picture where he also yesterday had to get something carved out of, out of him. Please. I don't, if, if, whether you use Coral, uh, Coral Safe or not, I happen to really like their products. That's why we went to them. I'm a big roll on uh skincare person because it's not even a roll on because there's no ball but it's yeah. a, it looks like a deodorant stick and i use that in my face it's very easy and it's not messy which is a big deal for me um but their products are cheap they're really good and they they sit right in my bag i have the the deodorant one i don't know what to call that i guess sunscreen stick it's a I'll stick yes yeah, and then i have the the small uh Lotion one that is on a little hook that sits on the side of it. I have both of them. I use both of them. You can get both of them for about less than 20 bucks, I think. I think so, yeah. And uh, I can't recommend it enough. There's a link under this video, and there's another one on our forum. And yes, Marjorie said fast delivery. They are. And for anybody who did have that issue, they were gone for the holidays. Yes. It's a husband and wife team. Yes, they're just a small husband and wife team. Yeah, and uh, for anybody who had any problems with their order, I think there was one person who got the wrong product. And it's been fixed. They fixed it right away. They're just good people, and we want to support that. And um, this is just a a mission statement of mine to get people to start taking care of themselves so they don't have to have happen what my friend Tim had happened to him. Preach. Um, So this is an interesting THP question because it comes from – Something that Danny Lee from U.S. Team Amia and I had a very long debate on. Mm-hmm. And the question is, and I'm asking everybody here, what is fried chicken? 
Did, has this not been talked about on the no. show? And if it why. has, I don't remember because I'm freaking old. What is fried chicken? Now, I said I got fried chicken from Chick-fil-A. Okay, I just... Wait, listen, stop your madness yet Okay, to start with. Who's and, the boss of who here? I'm just yeah, saying. Uh, you, that's exactly right. Well, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to check that box at the doctor's office I now. am, yes. <laughs> um, and I was told that it doesn't matter if it's actually fried. Fried chicken can only be on a bone. But then wings are not breaded, yet fried, and those are also not fried chicken, according to Danny Lee. Okay. So you guys are all wrong. Fried chicken is fried chicken. If it's if it's chicken oh, and it's Gus's fried, is so good. you guys, it, it's fried chicken. And Gus's is so good. So good. For fried chicken, it's one of the best out there. Battered chicken is fried chicken. I agree. These people are off their rocker, but the, the chat is filling up. We want to hear from everybody. Does it have, can, can you get fried chicken at Chick-fil-A? Can, does it have to be on a bone? If I get boneless wings, which by the way, aren't wings. No, is that not fried chicken? It seems like it's fried chicken to me. No, if it's put oh, in a no. fryer, what? Fuffle master in the chat says, doesn't need a bone. I'm all of a sudden I need to change my, <laughs> my, I'm rethinking everything because his food takes are a little different. Listen, if if it goes in a fryer, therefore it's fried. It's fried chicken. Yes. The story. And also, yes. I'm really hungry. Yeah, I am too. We should break our diet tonight. I will not admit that on, on air. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got another question. And for those wondering about the granddaddy thing, it's coming, I swear. You guys asked some really good questions, and some of these are, are, are pretty darn good. This one was about marketing miss by companies. Ooh, there's a lot of those. And it really stems from the term forgiveness that TaylorMade's running with. Oh. Um, and how it doesn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, I'll be honest, I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm in the minority, but not really that I like it because I think the word itself is just ridiculous and stupid. And I can't believe that that's what they're running with. <laughs> but it's the one thing that everybody talked about. So clearly when they hear it, they know tailor-made and stealth <laughs> what you should have seen when i was editing and i read that and i was like that's not how you spell that and then i read it again and i was like wait that's not what they mean and then i, I must have read it like four times before i realized what it was trying to say yeah it, it's it's kind of a weird one the worst marketing that i've seen in golf other than the puppets that tailor-made did over a decade ago for oh, jet speed yeah they were that was just flat out scary that's because puppets are creepy um I agree with Matt. It should have been forgiveness. That's what I actually sent back to them. I told them that they should have gone for, um, but they didn't, they didn't like that in their defense though. Four means that you're getting right, a bad shot. The, so. the idea behind this one was you eliminate that with this product. No, but, I I know. Mean, let's be honest. The product itself doesn't make sense. It's called stealth and it's got a giant bright red face. Yeah. It's the least stealthy driver <laughs> on the planet True. and the irons are these fat little stealth HD irons. It's not high definition and it's not stealth. No, you have a good point there. So um, that part, like, I don't get. Uh, Baller Box that somebody mentioned in the chat is up there with the worst. But my favorite part of Baller Box, I'm going to say this because the person that I spoke to was no longer at Wilson when they dropped this, was when they sent over all the press materials before Baller Box came out, it had this line about buy more, save more. But when the price was in there in the shipping, the more you bought, the more you actually spent on shipping and it actually charged you more. So that one was a little weird. I'm not anti golf ball subscription when done right. 
I think seed golf does it right for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a manufacturer out there who could do it right with a small box of goods. Maybe you get a glove, a, a dozen balls and something, and it comes every other month. Right. Maybe the problem I've always said with subscription models for golf balls is people suck way more than they think they do. Oh, for sure. So they never think they're out of balls or need a ball, and they never think they need a glove. Otherwise, nobody on the planet would buy golf balls from their pro shop. Except this goes back to a, a rant from way back when, which is, yet you'll still spend 45 minutes looking for your golf ball. Just give up. Well, it's like $4.50 now. I know. So I that kind is of true. It, but I don't. That's for sure. Um, so I think there's a lot of marketing misses out there. But at the same time, if we're talking about them, are they really misses? I always wonder that sometimes I'll see something like a commercial or something. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And yet I'll be talking about it or thinking about it. I'm like, well, I guess they actually did succeed with it. I mean, but do you it, think, but it doesn't make me want to buy their product. So I don't, I'm still not so sure. A lot of our audience isn't old enough to remember this, but I am. And you are when Google came out. Yes. And everybody's like, what the L what the F is Google. You couldn't come up with a better name than that. That's, I mean, that was the whole thing. Yeah. And now I, it's, you know. I was still kind of young, right? Wasn't I? Yeah, sadly you were. Okay. I was not. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but yeah, so I think there's some marketing misses out there. I think more importantly, it's brands are for you people of you people <laughs> for the audience who have been to THP experiences and those listening and not just watching. Um, you'll get this. You've met people in the marketing world and R&D world of golf companies. And I think it's very interesting when you hear people who haven't done that and they say like, oh, they're just big marketing machines. And then you finally do meet them and it's like three people mm-hmm. in the entire marketing department. Yeah. Um, I think that, that that sometimes gets lost in the shuffle. So I, I think that I give sometimes a little bit of a break on that. Yeah. You know, um, some products are marketed better than others in categories in general. I think we see that. Uh, like I thought the ping ballnomic thing is literally the worst idea on the planet. Some people like it. So. I've never pronounced that correctly. Yeah. I, it's a terrible idea, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. And I just think certain products in general, are just some are just easier to, to market than yeah, others. I would agree with that. There's a small arrow sighting for anybody oh, yeah, who's there watching. He is right here. Um, he heard his dad rant a little bit. Um, somebody asked another question and it was, when it comes to the drivers that are, this is driver release a couple of weeks, you know, we have paradigm, we have Aerojet, we have stealth. I got a couple paradigms behind us here, all kinds of products coming out there. Um, and you hear one company say this material is the fastest. And then you have another company say this material is the fastest. Like what's uh-huh. the fastest? Um, none. Yeah. You know, Titanium's not faster than steel necessarily. Carbon fiber is definitely not faster than titanium. Um, it's not really about that. So when you it might be a slogan or catchphrase and things like that, but it's really not about something being the fastest as far as impact rebound. It's about what they can do with the material to make it. Um, and that goes back to my idea of if you have questions specifically on that, please ask them in those threads because I'm happy to dive in pretty deep on those. I don't think this is the right forum for that. Oh, that's the wrong choice of words because it is the right forum for that. This show is not. Did you just do like a pun inside a pun? Yeah. I feel like you did. But no, I think that that, that there's a lot to that. 
and I can dive pretty deep into the material thing because I've been talking to a lot of people that uh, deal with that for a living. So um, I'm going to tease the granddaddy announcement right now. Okay. Okay. So if you've been with us since the beginning, we mentioned that uh, the granddaddy captain is coming up and um, I'm not going to say who it is yet. Okay. But I am going to say that according to our data, this person received nearly 25% of the votes. Seems like a pretty big number given all of the people. Yeah, there were a lot of names on that list and they got 25% of the votes total. Um, And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. I'm not going to make them wait till the very end of the show for the announcement, but I'm going to make them wait um, for the next two. Two segments? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next THP question was about the golf industry nervous about a recession. That's a really good question. It's probably better for them. I mean, I think everybody's a little nervous, right? I think so. I shouldn't even say nervous. Hey, you want to flip that camera over to you? I guess so. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, I I don't know if nervous is the right word. For those they're talking about 25%. It was actually 24.931. Okay. You ask me to flip over yeah, and flip then you're over. all chatty your chatty thing. over there. Um I think that maybe nervous isn't the right word as much as they are. Th- there's expectation already for that. Like, I think that like the projections already let people know, like what's going to happen. Maybe. No, uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, I'm maybe. Okay. Um, but I do think that in general, I mean, Matt Nash is in here. He He's the one who does the forecasting. <laughs> Ask him, you know, mm-hmm. um, I would say that, I think everybody's a little concerned and I I think that goes well beyond golf. Absolutely. You know, there's people struggling out there to handle much bigger things than this. And everybody, nobody's immune to that. Um, Costs go up, wages go up. Everything is is different Wait, You know, so we're here to help in any way we can, you know, to be an outlet to rant to if things like that happen and so on and so forth. But, you know, we're just a small website and forum. I shouldn't say that small, but um, where we hope you guys can come and talk about stuff that you really care about passion wise and not and, and escape that those realities. Mm-hmm. Does that make the most sense? I think so. And yes, $14 for eggs is ridiculous. Wow, that better be a really nice looking chicken. Is it a chicken or is it a hen? Which one lays the eggs? Wait, you got the rooster, the hen, and the chicken, right? (laughs) Seinfeld fans will know that. Yes, how perverse. Yes, uh, the good old Frank Costanza. Um, Somebody asked us a question on our forum about when we have a new article that goes up in the first post, it'll say, it'll have a couple lines, and it'll say, continue reading. And I wanted to address that because it's something we're really proud of. Mm -hmm. And our website and forum is the only one in the golf space like this i think i've gone through all of them i believe we have two-way communication so there's a lot of people out there who i just got a text message from dan edwards and it says hashtag rigged that's all it says (laughs) um there's a lot of people out there who are not forum people Uh, some of our listeners might be and i i think that that's okay you know, we have a lot of content on the homepage. Yeah. And they want to still be able to chat within comments, though. So if you post a comment on our forum, it appears on the homepage article, if there is one. And if you post one on the homepage article, it'll appear with the name you used 
with guest in the forum thread. And I think that's a great thing for people to be able to chat both ways. Mm -hmm. I also think, you know, selfishly, it shows a, a level of engagement on the stuff we're doing. There are people out there who don't have time to comb through forum threads, but they want to read an article and they want to see what people are saying about it. And it's a quick way to do that. Does that make all make sense to you? Yeah. Cause you implemented it. I didn't. Yes. You weren't listening to any of that again, were you? No, I was. Wow. I, 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 it's like, we're not, I'm not even here. No, I don't want to take credit for implementing it because I didn't, because it was way too complicated and I needed to have assistance with it. So that's why I was like, yes, but you it, know, I it think wasn't that's really fair. Me. I think that's fair. Um, Okay, we're going to do one more segment, and then we're going to announce the granddaddy, and then we have a bunch more segments, but people aren't going to be paying attention. So Yeah, and uh, yes, Dan, I would say medium listening would be accurate. <laughs> there's No, there's, there's it's way below medium. I No, I heard everything so you said. So this is a question for you. Okay. Most overrated and underrated teams in the NFL. Okay, I saw this. And Stretch I was this one. <laughs> okay. And I was thinking about this for a while. There were a lot of teams that I felt were overrated. The underrated one I struggled with a bit, but I think I decided as far as overrated, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys because they had all the weapons. Everybody thought they were going to be amazing. And, and I listen, they're going to be playing a team that I used to root for. So I'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot here, but I kind of think that they're way overrated. So that's going to be my overrated team. I actually, I almost said the Dolphins, which if you guys know, like I'm a Dolphins fan. I grew up a Dolphins fan. Like we had season tickets when I was a kid. I went to every single game, but it seems like when they didn't have Tua, they were not that great. And then even towards the end, when they did have Tua, they still weren't as good as they should have been. Like people started to figure them out. So they could be in that category too, but I'm going to go with Cowboys. Cause that makes me feel better for, <laughs> for underrated. I struggled a lot with this one, but I think I'm going to go and I don't want it to be that it's the hard knocks, whatever, but I think I'm going to go with uh, the lions because I just think that nobody really, like, even after hard knocks, people are like, yeah, whatever. They're the lions they are going to stink. And then they were pretty freaking good. Yeah. They didn't make it to the playoffs. I get that. But I think that they did better than anybody really thought that they would. And I think that they are just like a couple players away from being something in the next couple of years. I can so. get down with that. So th those are my picks. Um, mine, they asked for both of them. Mine, the overrated. Uh, it might come back and bite me, but I'll say the Eagles. Uh, not because I don't think they're a, a fantastic team. They are. I believe that they've had some stumbles. Uh, the Jags game should have been a blowout for them. The Jags defense was entirely beat up, and they barely won that game. And then the last week, I don't know. There, there's something there. Uh I would agree with that, by the way. The underrated, I'm going to do, I have three teams that I think are criminally <laughs> underrated. Okay. The first is before somebody almost died on the field, literally nobody was talking about Cincinnati and they were the hottest team in football. So I think, Era, what are you doing here? Um, I think that Cincinnati probably belongs in that class, but it's hard to call them, you know, underrated, underrated when they're so i'm going jags lions last nine games both of them were seven and two i think that the lions kind of just a luck of the draw not to get into the playoffs i don't think anybody wanted to play them because the defense was actually showing up too so yeah I i'm don't... gonna go with that um so those those are my two or three i guess <laughs> i it's hard to say cincinnati you know yeah no i get i agree i'm not sure that you can but you know you can make an argument for anything um Somebody asked me, not it's kind of related to this, but what I picked for the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. 
and my pick was San Francisco and Miami. Both made the playoffs, but I don't see that uh, that that panning out for Miami with a third-string QB. Although, no. it's kind of funny. Both teams are on their third QB. They are, but I'll be honest. First of all, Arrow is not sitting still. Arrow, come um, on. I don't even think if Tua was playing that they have a chance. Like something's uh, just, I do. I something's do. off with that team right now. They need, I, I don't know what's going on exactly. Offensive and I'm a, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. Like I'll like other teams for whatever reason, but that's my team. Uh, okay. So I still have five questions, but I know people are ready. Do you guys want to know who the granddaddy captain is? I think they do. Do they? I think so. Okay. So with nearly Aaron wants to know, look, he's even, he's ready are to go. Ready? Yeah. He's ready. Are you ready for this? He thinks that means something. Yeah. Happening. Look at that face. Man, is he old? I know. He just looks like an old man, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, for those that have been waiting, um, the granddaddy captain was you guys. You guys chose this. And uh, please congratulate M. Maynard 11. I think the 11 is the right number. You are the captain of the granddaddy for 2023. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of people who voted and I, I think it's pretty cool that we did it this way and let you guys decide. I'm not sure I'll do it again, but, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't know what the, the reason was he was chosen over somebody. I have no idea. People voted and congratulations. Um, I'm sure that I don't know if he's in here or not. I think um, I just saw his name. Okay. He's probably passed out then. So congratulations. Uh, Matt's been a member of our forum for a long time. Um, and you are the captain of the granddaddy. So uh, with great fun comes great responsibility. Yes. Uh, moving on. It's hard to move right on to, isn't it? I know. And I, I genuinely was waiting for like your next rant to go with it. I'm not going to rant. I'm going to rant next week when I hear all about the bullshit. Okay. Um, so stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> uh I got a question about OEMs sharing or info with each other ahead of time, you know, so they don't come out with the same product and things like that. No, that doesn't happen. Stuff gets out um, as things go to the conforming list and stuff. And it's a small industry. What's so funny? Nothing. Um, But stuff gets out. But an interesting part of this is about two years ago, I put out something on social media and I said, I believe there should be a private group calendar for the entire golf industry. And the only people who had access to it were the communications people at each company. And people were like, (laughs) they laughed and this and that. And then I think it was Harry Arnett. It might not, it might've been, I I don't know. Um, Said after that, he sent me a message. He's like, you know, that's not a terrible idea. I don't think it was Harry, but I remember this. Yeah. My, my thought process is you don't have things where your day is completely overshadowed by somebody else, but you know, you're always going to get that. And, um, I just think that that would be a neat thing. So everybody can have their own day. Now, with that said, companies should be able to do whatever they want. Um, and everybody wants coverage. So take that for what it's worth. Um, somebody asked me about Wilson golf and can they get the ship back heading in the right direction? My answer is yes. I think so. I I think anybody can. So I'm going to probably share more information than I should. Oh boy. Um, how do I unplug this thing? If, uh, (laughs) So, you know, years ago, we've worked with, we've never had a gap in working with Wilson Golf for people who are asking. No, we covered their products every year and we'll continue to. Um, there's been some changes in that company. You know, uh, 
we've gone from V Golf Man heading up R and D and innovation there, and having Doug, who you guys, I'm not making up, I'm not saying names you guys don't know. If you guys watched the Driver versus Driver, you saw these people, uh, Chief Marketing Officer. Those people aren't there anymore, and they still have talented people there. Um, I've gone back and forth recently with somebody uh, who works heavily with that company, uh, you, and he's got some grand plans, and I think. When their next product line is released, we will have probably the most in-depth uh, coverage of that. And this goes back to the the next rant that I was not going to go on this week, but I will now, now anyway. It's coming. You you people. Oh jeez. Who We're start have to get shirts? Or yeah. <laughs> who start with no. the you're biased? They don't pay you. Wilson gives me nothing. Okay. I happen to be a fan of all golf products. Nobody gives us a goddamn thing when it comes to that. It, we are not pay for play. It is nothing like that. Stop with the stuff on last year when Ping released the G425. This is where it started it, mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. And we did the test video. And I've shared it here on this show before that we never published that video because it made their product look really bad because the acoustics in our tech studio mixed with a one of the all-time worst sounding products of all time we never published it, but we did go in there and share our thoughts. Performance seemed pretty good. It looked pretty good, but the sound was cringeworthy. And a certain group chat got together and decided we weren't supposed to say that. And it was just bias. Fuck you. It's not. What's funny is after that, everybody came on and agreed with us that the driver sounded like shit. Yes. So, I mean, we scared the dog so much. He would never come upstairs because he thought that driver was making sound. That's a real story. Yeah. Which by the way, for anyone wondering, he, he's now in my lap. Um, there's nothing like that. We present the products as they're presented to us. And there are companies, and we've talked about this before, there's companies who give us, you have no idea the amount of information and companies that don't because they don't want anybody else telling their story except them. They have a, I don't want to say a fear of telling, having others tell their story, but there's a little bit. We get products from every single company. We will have products from every single company. Mm -hmm. And we're going to continue to tell the stories with complete unbias from every single company. And I'll go a step further. I don't review products. No, you do not. You do not review products. No. Um, I actually You have. But like random things, like the yeah. the stuff from Theragun. Yeah, like the, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason we have staff writers. First of all, they're way more talented than me at writing. But second of all, it's it's to keep that level of bias out of it. Agreed. They're not paid by any companies. But I'm going to go a step further because not everybody does what we do. There is at the bottom of our forum, every single company that gives us a nickel is listed. Complete transparency, although it hasn't been updated yet for this year. That's going to get updated ne next week. It's just I haven't had time. Um, complete transparency. If every place in golf did that, it would be a much better place. <laughs> Tevner says that you're paid by big, uh, big luggage. Yeah. God, I wish there's a lot of money in big luggage. <laughs> um, but so oh, no, sorry, he's not the one that said that, you know, this, I, I'm, I'm not asking for people to stop saying we're biased. I like, I don't care. I, I've so far since I've been doing this in 15 years, I've been biased by two Nike. Who's never given me a nickel Adidas, Cleveland, TaylorMade, Callaway, Ping and Cobra. Oh, and Srixon. And Wilson and Torich. Yeah. So basically everybody. I've been accused of it every year. 
and that's fine. I, I'm cool with it. I it doesn't make any difference to me. Just it, a lot it, of people are talking about. Yeah, you. it's. It, I love when you know people are going to test people's integrity, and that's fine. I, I don't. I don't care. Um, there's no way I want a feral sponsorship. <laughs> Scooby said in the chat. I saw that. Death to ferals. Um, but so anyway, I just wanted to say uh, that when it comes to sharing information and Wilson getting back and things like that, Wilson's not paying us. They're not a sponsor of our site. The no. amount of information that they sent over for Hawk to do this article is unbelievable. It's fantastic. And wait till you guys read the piece. Cause he was able to really dive in. Um, Coming next week. Yeah. Is it next week? I believe so. Okay. So Gotta check the spreadsheet. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff coming. Um, so that is, I think that answers the Wilson question. I want to share a funny story, though, about keeping secrets. So we get information early. Most people know that. Uh-huh, we do. And we have to keep those under embargo because that's a rule we decided to create when we started this so we can do the fun events and experiences with you guys. One year, I was, I was visiting California with Dean, our staff writer. Mm-hmm. And Toulon, Sean Toulon had left TaylorMade and had started his own putter company. Um. It was called Toulon Design. It still technically is, but it's part of Callaway. Right. And we had visited them a couple of times. And this trip, we're there. And he was showing us pictures of a new design he was working on. That became the Indy Putter, the Indianapolis. But as we were, we, we finished taking this little tour of the shop as they're showing us these things, he sits us down at his desk. And it was a cool little office in Vista. And he said, so uh, I got something to share with you guys. And he shows us these drawings. And then he says, oh, and by the way, uh, we've been purchased by Callaway. And we looked at each other like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, you can't say anything. What, what do you mean we can't say anything? And he's like, yeah, it, it'll come out soon, but you can't say anything. And we're, we leave the office like 20 minutes later after asking questions and things like that. And Dean and I are sitting in the car and he said, and Dean just turns over to me, he's like, how the F are we supposed to keep that secret for the next, it was 90 days later that it was coming out for the next 90 days. And I think that's probably why we've gained a level of trust in the industry. Cause we have done that. We have. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that we've learned that we haven't yeah, been able to talk I, there's about. A, oh God. If, if I ever wanted to go down in flames, I could share all kinds of information. I would never do that. Though. Mm -hmm. People entrusted it to us, you know, and I think that's only fair. More information on the duo soft. Somebody asked for in the chat. It's right in front of me. Um, there's a pretty good article on THP on it. Uh, we'll probably get some test results with it at some point. Um, got to get through all the previews first. January is a tough month for that before like review articles start coming out. Once we start getting to those, it's like James and Dean and Ryan, uh, never get a break, but, uh, there'll be some good inform information coming out. Somebody asked two questions that are non-golf related and we're going to kind of finish with those cause they're fun. Lighthearted. I like that. The first is tipping when you get takeout uh-huh and you and i have different wait we have the same opinion but different opinions from most of the audience correct i'm asking the audience do you tip when you get takeout and has the tipping in that aspect gotten out of control that's where this question came from mm -hmm. what do you think um okay so i have two thoughts on this as somebody who used to work a takeout, like I used to, when I was in high school, I used to do the takeout for the restaurant that I worked at, Tony Roma's. They had really good ribs. And <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Wow. I actually got paid less because it was expected that I would get tipped. And I did get tipped. 
And so that kind of taught me that when you do that, you are supposed to tip. Now, the flip side of that is that I think that sometimes it becomes too expected for certain things and certain types of restaurants, you don't need to be tipping a 20 or 25% tip for your takeout or your counter service. If they're, if you're throwing your food away at the end of, like if you're going, taking your tray and then sitting down at your table and then you're clearing your table after you don't need to put a huge tip there. I don't think, but they also didn't have those kind of restaurants when I was you fast know, casual. Yeah. Like way back when. So I don't know if the pay structure is different, but I do know that like the pay structure when I, this was going way back. When I worked there, I did get paid less back because I was day. expected <laughs> yeah, back in my day was supposed to get tips. So yes, I think you tip, but I do think that it is dependent on the situation. That yeah, was a really long I, way of saying I, that. I, I tip at it. I, I tend to over tip most of the time. I always over tip. And my biggest thing is if let's say I'm going through the line at Moe's or fill in the blank fast casual place and the line of tip is there and my bill is let's say $20. Mm-hmm. I'll make it easy. Let's say the bill is twenty seven fifty. Okay. The extra dollar I give to the person might not make a difference to us. It might, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, every dollar matters, but it is going to matter to them. Yes. And two things I've learned in my life, fast, casual, somebody asked in the comments, what is fast, casual? That means you order at the counter and then you sit down. Most you, Chipotle. Yeah. Those kind of places. Um, I just, my stock answer for fast casual is 20% now. And if that's a little, if I have to go down a little bit to make it an even number, I will. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's, it's an extra dollar and the person's handling my food, you know, I yeah. don't know. And, and I am very much, uh, if you are nice, I will, oh, well, I always over tip anyhow, but I will like way over tip like you, if, if you get less than a 25% tip from me, like you're really terrible, <laughs> like really, really terrible. So I I think that that also depends. Like if I'm in the Chipotle line, let's say, actually I've never eaten at Chipotle, by the way, we were just talking yes. about that the other day. You're missing nothing. But let's say like I went to Moe's or something like that. And the people were like just throwing the food on there and then like just passing it along. Like don't acknowledge my presence or anything like that. Like I might not even give you a 20% tip because you don't deserve it because I it, it's still a, uh, hospitality customer service type yeah. of an environment. Yeah. There is an expectation now compared to doing it based on service. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's fine. Um, somebody asked a really interesting question about our favorite restaurant in Nashville and our favorite restaurant here. The Nashville one that we both agree was our favorite is a place called Catbird Seat. Oh yeah. Um, that was an experience. But I will tell you there's 99% of the people watching and listening to this would never go there no they couldn't because there's no menu nope and you're not gonna sit and say oh i don't like xyz i only eat meat and potatoes where's your menu that's not how it works and you can't say well i don't want this or i don't want that like you don't even know what it is like there's just here's your plate eat it like if you don't like onions like too bad yeah. It, you can't say no onions. For instance, one of the dishes we got when they were there, it was like a 12 course meal and each one is a small little tasting menu is the proper name for it. And it looked like it was seared tuna and it was on this plate and it had the, what looked like soy sauce over the top of it. And then you, they say, take a bite and they have a drink pairing with each one and you take a bite and you're like, holy shit, it's watermelon. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a complete, amazing amazing kind of place like i said no menu that that would without a doubt if we were going to pick standard restaurant maybe adele's in nashville famous place one of the most famous chefs 
for my favorite restaurant. Where would you go? No, I wouldn't pick that. I would. We ate there once. I know it's delicious. <laughs> no, I wouldn't pick that. Where would you pick? Mm, because we ate there a lot. It could, if I was going to do, but see that here's my problem. I can't do favorite. You have to do favorite oh, by category. So like it's favorite barbecue. Then it was Martin's, but then only specific locations of yeah, Martin's. The, yeah. This is very true, right? Yeah. Like the Mount Juliet location of Martin's yeah. is trash. But there was a restaurant in our town that was this little, it almost looked like it was in like a trailer. Like it was like in oh, this little Jake's whole, place. Yes. And it was just good old stick to your ribs, home cooking. And everything was homemade. And it was so good. It was just so good. So if I had to pick a favorite restaurant, I would probably pick that. Yeah, that that's up there. Now, what about here? Here, it's too early to tell. It's too early. We've had we've been so busy with work, we really haven't eaten out that much. No, we we've like pick up Chinese food or stuff like honestly, that. Honestly, we've had mostly pizza, and that's because the pizza in Nashville was terrible. So when we came back that's and true. finally were able to get like the pizza we're that used to being from Florida, which is basically New York pizza because everybody from New York moved to Florida, um, we've just tried like every pizza place that's here. Yeah, the funny story about that catbird seat though is. We got a gift certificate to go and yes. we we're like, it's going to be expensive. It's as very hell. expensive. And we didn't, there's, there's no menu. You don't really know what it costs. No. And the gift certificate was for 250 bucks. I think. Come close. And we were like, okay, it should cover it. It's two people. The bill came in. It was $750. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that was, I didn't, I don't drink. So I didn't order any, like an oh, alcohol flight. I, I drank. He had a, uh, like a wine flight with a wine. No, it was there. Uh, it was, it was beer and spirits okay. designed for each dish. Yeah, I had the non-alcoholic, which this is where I started to learn how to like kombucha because it was a like homemade kombucha flavors, and so they were paired with it, and it, like it made a difference. Like you could really tell, like the flavor changed. So yeah, it was it was it was I, an experience was that an was experience. worth it, but it was very expensive. Adam in the chat said French Laundry is an ultimate must do before I die. It was my ultimate, and I actually got a chance to go there fifteen years ago or so. Maybe 18 years ago. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Um, Catbird's Eat in Nashville was better. Was it really? Yeah, it's the best restaurant. I told you, it's the best meal I've ever had in my life. What about that place in Chicago? Illiniac? Yes. Never been, but I've heard it. That's more of a, let's turn peanut butter and jelly into a steak. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it, it's yeah, a yeah. different kind of cooking. True. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely an experience. It took like four hours. They had music playing. You're sit at the table. It almost, it's like you're sitting in an oversized hibachi. But it's not a hibachi. No, 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 no. And you're like sitting there with the chefs and you can see them preparing. You can talk to them. You can watch them. Like we had so much fun because we were like, what do you think it is? And we're like trying to figure yeah. out what they were making. And then you'd and... ask and they're like, we can't tell you yet. Yeah, but... it was it was awesome. Like I would do that again in a heartbeat. And I wish people would try it, even if they don't like things. Just try it because you actually don't know that you don't like something. You know, I, I realize I'm not feeling me. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I'm just reading the chat. Yeah. And he's just staring at me. But you don't know because if you don't know what you're eating, you don't actually already have that preconceived notion that you're going to hate it. So. Yeah. Um, that wraps it up for this week. Again, I want to say congrats to M. Maynard 11 for getting the vote of TH Peers. I mean, I didn't vote for him, but I didn't vote. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, congratulations. You were the captain of Granddaddy X. Please enjoy this process. And uh, we look forward to see, watch it following the journey. Next week, we do have a contest coming. You're not going to want to miss the show. And it's pretty awesome because it's for new products. So get ready for that. And for myself and Morgan, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye, everybody. THP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network. Your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.